well, you know, you don't know who you're married to? You're my husband. Yeah, for dance. At least, at least just a little bit. You can't not dance at all. You can't just look cute and stand there because you're tall too. So you're, you need to move. Mm, you need to move not stand out like a sort of more than me. Your feet need to be in unison. <laughs> Star Radio. Hey y'all, what up? It's your girl Sasha Diamond. And today is a very special episode because my husband and I are going to be celebrating our one year uh, anniversary of our marriage very soon. So I thought having this episode would be something cool because we would be answering questions to represent each month of our our marriage so far. So we're going to be answering 12 questions that are submitted to be able to, I guess, you know, be able to give some advice to other couples who are thinking about, you know, marriage and, you know, um, being able to join a union with somebody who may not be from their country. Sorry, this episode is called Marriage and Culture. So we'll be focusing on questions that are going to, you know, reiterate the importance of communication in marriage and the different cultures and trying to navigate what that looks like. So with me, I have my quarantine bay from afar, Mabu Thang. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, good night, everyone. My name is Arnold. I'm Sasha's husband. Everyone knows that already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's just me. It's, it's Arnold here. Hi, everyone. <laughs> All right, so... We are going, the way that we're going to form this episode is Arnold's going to ask a question and I'm going to ask a question. So we both have six questions to ask each other and we're both going to answer it and we're just going to go from there. So Arnold, what is your first question? Hi, let me go first. Yes, sir. Okay. Any different this time then? <laughs> okay. What actions did we take together that con- um, contributed to our happiness? What steps did we take? Um, I think what we did was we figured out what worked for each of us and then compromised. So I feel like we we communicated a lot. Well, we have no choice because we're apart most of the time, but we communicated a lot in speaking about what makes me happy, what makes you happy. And if we weren't in agreement, uh, we spoke about it and we came to a conclusion that worked. Um, I don't think we got there overnight with certain things, but as in every you know relationship that's growing, uh, you know, you compromise with your your partner as best as you can, especially if you're looking to be with them for a long time. What about you? I can agree with what you say, especially when it comes to compromise, because it could never be one person is always right, or is my way or the highway. There's no highway in this for life. Right. So, yes, a lot of compromise. Uh, adjusting and but that's that's part of it you don't just mesh together and everything is everything it don't work so so yes i could agree with you on that okay and my question is 
how have we grown as a couple in the last year? Definitely by understanding each other more and more because, you know, I think on a regular basis, on a daily basis, like you'll always learn something new. That's some plenty of things that, you know, I didn't know about you prior to getting married and, you know, discover them afterwards and stuff like that. So a lot of new learning and a little surprise in betweens and stuff like that. But I like it so far, so good. Definitely. It's always going to be the ups, just downs. so you know. Just so you know. It'll always be <laughs> You know, we have, we have our disagreements, but I think my personal opinion is people have to be delusional to be like thinking that every day going to be rainbows and butterflies and cutting candy and all these things. No, it doesn't work like that. Sometimes you might even do something unintentional. And I would do something unintentional. We both know that, you know, that happened a few times. I know it might upset you, but, you know, we always work around it and, you know, come to understanding. Yeah, sure, but I'm still going. I don't I've think learned... mm-hmm. I don't think anything is unworkable. I think it's all workable. Just we both have to be willing. Um, I think that that's what I've learned most. And yes, the willingness have to be there. Yeah, like like if I could answer how we've grown, I think definitely recognizing um, what the past looked like for both of us and. Uh, what we've experienced. I think uh, just recognizing some of the traits or characteristics that we're definitely not able to carry on into our marriage was important because it's hard to, you know, teach new things when a new situations come up and you haven't experienced it before, because this is the first time and the only time I plan to be married. So I haven't experienced many things in a marriage and in a relationship. And there's a lot of things that you've shown me and you've, you know, had allowed me to experience. So I definitely feel like as we've grown in the last year, we've yes, been able to learn things about each other, but I definitely feel like we have grown for the better and it's not, it doesn't feel like we've dialed back at all or like we're at square one whatsoever. Definitely feels like we're, we're progressing as best as possible. And I think our communication is, is next to excellent. We're, we're doing really well, uh, despite the circumstances and quarantine and, and the pandemic definitely is not helping us, but I, <laughs> Yeah, I certainly believe that we do really well with our communication. No, it's not perfect, but I think we do really well with it, you know, despite the circumstances. Yes. Okay, what's your next question? Yep. Question number two. How did we we handle our conflict in the last year? How do we handle our conflicts? Um... I believe that we, uh, I think the best thing that we've done is taken a second. Like I, I liked before this, before um, my relationship with you, I didn't handle conflict well in the sense that 
I wanted to deal with it right there, right then, right on the spot with tensions high, emotions high, all of that. And that was really stupid of me because, you know, people say things and they do things in the heat of the moment and it's definitely not the best time to handle things. So what I've learned uh, in the last year in being with you and, you know, making sure that conflict is dealt with accordingly is that we step away for a second. We, uh, take time to gather our thoughts and then we come back to it. So because we're at a distance and, you know, we're, we're not able to be with each other right now, we, I think what the best thing is of importance is that we have our conversations over the phone and we can at least hear tones and stuff like that. There's times I'll admit that, you know, I don't want to be yelling or I don't want to be, well, I don't really yell and I don't yell and scream at you. So um, I don't want to feel too emotional about a a certain thing. Let's say that. But I don't want to feel too emotional about something um, if I'm speaking to you on the phone. So I revert in texting, which I know isn't always best, but I feel like I'm a better writer than I am a speaker sometimes. So I find that, you know, giving you or giving you what I feel through text or written is better for me personally. But I do want to speak though sometimes. I am on the flip side when it comes to that because um, how my mind works is I've seen already where I will send a message and I have a big broad smile on my face and maybe giggling with myself. And when the message gets to you, you're like, what? <laughs> he for real? He's serious? And I was like, I'm messing around. I play any fool. I jones in. And you you take the message the wrong way entirely. So like, I prefer, you know, the, as I say, the tones, I like, I could pick up on certain things. And I, when you're upset, obviously, the voice tells. When you're happy, once a the joke is more, <laughs> when you deliver a joke, I can tell that it's joking. I can get more out of talking than the texting because my text messages sometimes get delivered the wrong way or received the wrong way sometimes it happens Mm -hmm. and on my end too sometimes you might receive things i say differently than what i i anticipated you to accept it as so i agree with that but i know that sometimes as much as you know like i said i wanted to text i want to text you what I think or or what I want to say is only because I'm feeling like my emotions are running too high that speaking on the phone might not translate well either. So I, that's something I still have to work on, I believe, but that's where it's been so far. But I think we communicate, um, we communicate okay in, you know, fixing our conflicts because we're still, we're still going strong and we're still able to, you know, tolerate what's happening right now and not letting that you know break us apart so i'm i'm super appreciative of your patience and my patience as well in what current situation we're in right now yes and uh so you know happy and proud to say that till this day we had had plenty plenty disagreements and plenty misunderstandings mm-hmm. and you know it's a little falling out in between but till this very day almost a year now and we still never had uh how to say it but an argument 
like out loud verbally arguing, shouting, are you trying to cover me down? I'm trying to cover you down. And then you say something hurtful. And I try to re- reply to that with something even more hurtful and back and forth. Never but happens. I also know, I also know that that's not the kind of person you are and neither am I. We're not screaming and yelling type of individuals. No. And that's a larger part of why you're the man for me, because I can't, I don't want to do that. I don't think that it's good for somebody to, or somebody to be in a relationship or two people to be in a relationship where they're, when they do scream at each other, when they do disagree, they're yelling and they're saying things to break down the other person and uh, it's a screaming match. I don't think, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's definitely a tit for tat where you tell me something hurtful and be like, oh, and then guess what? <clears throat> we married. So we know the personal stuff about each other. And then they start drenching up all these things and throwing it in the other person. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. That it just wouldn't make sense. cannot work. I saw training people to say that can work. Okay. So yeah, that's, um, a lot is like, you know, and I want to keep it that way. Like, not ever entered those kind of territories but it's not you and it's not me so it's all good okay that's fair i like that okay so my question is what actions did we take over our last year together that contributed to that happiness i guess um learning each other learning about each other more understanding each other adjusting to each other Keep being open-minded and accepting. Sometimes, you know, I I do something and, you know, it might not be all well and good at that point in time, but, you know, eventually let it go on. You might do something. And I will let it go, not holding any grudges. Definitely not holding any grudges. That's a big deal. So, you know, that willingness to to, to make things work mm-hmm. on both sides is not uh, one person. But then again, it's a marriage. So it can't be a situation where, you giving me 60 and I giving you 40 or I giving you 80 and you giving me 20. How to be 50, 50. Yeah, I agree. And I definitely think that patience has a lot to do with it. Um, patience has contributed to our happiness because you're not, you're not a person to blow up. You're not a person to, um, you know, put the cart before the horse. So, I believe that a lot of the times when, you know, we're sitting and thinking about our future, um, you're, you're very willing to adjust. And I, I learn a lot from you as far as patience goes. So I believe that it's contributed heavily to how I feel about you and where our relationship is at. So Yes, I'm very appreciative of that characteristic about you. I'm good to hear that. You know that. Uh-huh. All right, moving on. Question number three for me. Yep. <clears throat> what new things would you like us to start? What new things? Um, I think I would like to be more adventurous so meaning like doing things that we both have never done before as far as like um certain kind of dates that we can take so I was I was thinking yeah 
Okay, let's say this of on the get go of the fly one time. Yeah. I sorry to disappoint and I'm definitely not going skydiving with you. <laughs> not even indoor. Indoor skydiving. Yes. <clears throat> Never thought about that. Never thought about that version of it. So me in my mind, skydiving is in the sky. No, but they they have, listen, there's alternatives to everything, dear. We can do skydiving indoors. And then you can see how you feel. That's different. (laughs) What, thousands of feet of the ground, parachute, uh, splat. I know, we're going in the air at some point. We're going in the air. (laughs) Yeah, going in the air is one thing, but jumping out is another story by itself. Baby. Mm-hmm. You love me, right? Yeah, I love you, but Trini people don't jump out of planes. Why do you have to period. be Trini at this moment, though? Like, why? <laughs> I, I always Trini. Born Trini. <laughs> always be Trini. <laughs> Black Trini people don't jump out of airplanes. <laughs> thousands of feet above. I'm so happy you clarified that. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a no-no. But, you know, I opened the menu. I know. But that's, that's what I want to do. But that's what I want to do adventurous-wise. I would like to I would like to be, like, do things way out of the ordinary, like rock climbing and, like, like actual rock climbing. I want to travel yeah. with you and do stuff in other countries and stuff like that. The thing with it is, when it comes to the recreational stuff like that, like adventurous and stuff, it have plenty of them where the word splat is not involved. Oh my lord. Rock climbing splat, skydiving splat. Why again? Okay, dear, what are you trying? <laughs> what do you what do you want to try? As long as I don't go splat, I good. Anything is anything. I cannot have you know, when you're six four almost like two hundred and thirty pounds. You know going when I go and hit the ground. <laughs> when I hit the ground, you have to bring a shovel. <laughs> Nothing. Arnold, what do you want to try? Anything else besides anything that doesn't make me go splat. I up for anything after that. Okay, fine. I'll hold you to that then. No scene. I'll see if you make an excuse for anything else. Okay, that's fair. My next question is, when are you the most proud of me in the last year? When were you the last proud or the most proud of me, sorry, in the last year? Mm, I have multiple moments, you know. But I guess one of them was when you landed your job. Okay. Yeah, that that's I know that's the job that you always wanted and stuff like that. And you know, you landed with, with a good firm and stuff like that. And like yeah, you got it and you started working. And yeah, I was definitely proud of that. Yeah, I was so happy then. That was a really nice moment. Yeah. That that's one that stands out the most to me. Okay. And for you, I think in the last year, I was most proud of you when you realized that, you know, coming to a new country is what you want. And you were so open to all of the possibilities and you, and you just, you showed me how much you loved me in wanting to be a part of that. I guess be a part of of that opportunity and like build a life with me. So I was proud of you for coming out of your shell because you're, you know, you are from you're from a place that doesn't have the same opportunities. 
So, and I know it's not easy to be able to be like, you know, I'm just going to jump out. So I was very proud of you and knowing that you were willing and so willing to be able to be like, you know what, I, I want to do this with myself and I want to, you know, make that large change. Cause I definitely don't think I would be able to be like, I'm moving to another country. Bye guys. Like, <laughs> I don't think I can. Yeah. Well, you know, you like being from there, you, you were born there, you grew up there, you know, there all your life and the things that you can do, for example, um, you could jump in a car fully gas tank and drive from morning into the night throughout the night into the morning and still never reach anywhere in no great distance trinidad is actually that small that you could fully tank drive around the entire island like literally outskirts of the entire island in less than a day mm-hmm. and you know all the areas are not that different it's like almost the same no matter what part of the island you are whether it's port of spain point fourteen or san fernando or mayaro is all the same mm-hmm. same people same everything is so similar but you know with where you're from it have all the is a lot of changes a lot of difference a lot of different states a lot of different people so yeah it make a big difference well, the culture the lifestyle some people don't things. some people are very content with what you know they're living in and, and the life that they know that they can live like it's not easy to be able to uproot and change you know everything about your life into something else and you're not sure about what the outcome is but you're taking you're taking the leap of faith to go into that and i'm just super proud of you for not doing what you're used to and and just stepping out because i know definitely it is very true y'all uh opposites do attract and and we're definitely opposite of each other that way where i'll take the leap but in this regard i wouldn't so i'm proud of you for doing that and for trusting me to be there with you on that journey so well you are my wife after all so um am i open to the new experience and stuff like that well i appreciate you sir i really do i'm glad you are <laughs> okay your your question right mm-hmm. okay this is question number, number four for me yeah. yes question number four is what have we stopped doing that you miss well, coming there, I want to go to Trinidad like yesteryear. Like, <laughs> I want to be there all the time. I just, I think, just um, looking forward to coming to see you because I was coming to see you every eight weeks. So, um, just looking forward to the date to come to see you. I'm sad about not being able to see you so often, and. Um, being able to experience new things every time I come is is always amazing. So I definitely miss uh, just looking forward to coming to see you. Yeah, not what I fall along those lines. And for me, on that same question is like same thing is like you know just being able to spend that time with you. Yeah, it's fun to be able to pack and then not have to totally unpack that i looked forward to that (laughs) 
I liked having my suitcase in my room, <laughs> ready and waiting to go. But true. We are counting down the days that you will be here, so that is fine. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So, next question. Um, what was our most memorable and fun date that you can remember? Easy. Second date. Our second date ever or? Our second date. Or, um, the first date we had was when we was in um, Steel. Second date is when we went Penal. Okay. Why was that your favorite? Because the first time we were, um, you know, we had friends amongst us and among us and stuff like that, and that's when we met. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was like yeah, it, it was cool, you know, uh, excitement and stuff like that. But but even more exciting, like you know, being solo, no friends, no family, just you, just me. Arnold, were you just happy to get me alone? Was that all that was? Yes. Okay. All right. Just talk the things, man. Talk the things. Yes, I was happy to get you alone. <laughs> okay. I won't go into details on but you know, that that was definitely <laughs> you know, something to Okay. Everybody knows your journey, so we already know how it goes down. Okay? Okay? No, no everybody <laughs> understand that, but we'll leave it as that. All right. Fine. My favorite, most memorable date, I feel would have to be after we got engaged. Um, and we were in Tobago and I made, and I made you, no, I made you uncomfortably dance when we went to dinner and Uh, that was fun. That was fun because everybody that was there was very involved with our date. So it was fun to me because I love pulling you out of your shell and making you super, super uncomfortable (laughs) until you are comfortable. So I I had fun that day because, or that evening, because I got to spend time with you. We were super happy about the engagement. And um, I don't know, everybody around us just thought we were so cute for some reason and wanted to. Kasha's, DJ, (laughs) a lot of people eating. Yeah, it was fun. I think it was a really dope experience. And, you know, I'm still, mm mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I'm still still making the effort to like, you know, step up the dancing game. But at the same time, too, I think some people could understand that, you know, dancing wasn't for everybody. Well, you know, you don't know who you're married to? You're my husband. Yeah, for dance. At least, at least just a little bit. You can't not dance at all. You can't just look cute and stand there because you're tall, too. So you're, you need to move. Mm, you need to move not stand out like a sort of more than me. Your feet need to be in unison. <laughs> they do. <laughs> babe, babe, babe. <laughs> no two Bad left feet over dance. here. <laughs> Badman do dance. What do you mean? Badman dancer too, you know. They are. Badman do dance. Whatever, man. Quite people understand and agree with that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. You have to be able to yeah. dance and to be able to shimmy a little bit, something. Do something. Mm, enough to keep me alive. <laughs> man, ask your next question. I ain't looking for no gold medal. Well, agree to disagree on this. 
thing. Because no dancing in dancing stars to me. But what about when we have our second wedding? Then what? You gonna tell well, me you're not you gonna know, dance you, with you, me? You, you, you don't have to be able to dance with your stars to dance. You, you know, your, your second wedding. Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna pick you up and flip you in the air and catch you and... I don't know about all that. I didn't, I didn't say all of that. I didn't say yeah, all Yeah, yeah. That's that a different story. <laughs> a whole other ball game. Okay. Okay. All right. Question number five. <clears throat> what did you learn about me last year? In the last year, um, what have I learned about you? I have learned that... You, no matter what, you're, I knew, I already knew that you, like, okay, so these are, this is one of the traits that or are a very large part of a reason why I fell in love with you is because of the way you treat your mom. And I think what I've learned about you in the last year is that you hold, you hold the women around you very high and you're very kind and gentle with those relationships and you try to reflect the same way that you are with your mom with me and you cherish it I think a lot of the times I can see a man that would would you know be respectful to his mom or have a good relationship with their mom but have a very night and day relationship with their wives they may respect their wives but they they may not be as as gentle and as mindful as they would be with their mom's relationship with their wife and i feel like you have put me in a place where i feel very safe that you love me the same and you love me very gently and 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 willingly and it's super genuine and I can count on it. I think that that's what I've learned about you. Even though I know that that's something that you would need to know before you go into marriage, I believe that mm-hmm. that's something you've shown me consistently from day one. So I've, I've, um, I think in the last year you've just reinforced it for me. So it's made me feel very safe. Okay. Um, well, on that topic, you know, my perspective is that you only have one mother. So I have situations where I would see that, you know, whether it's a grown, a grown man or a younger adult or even a child, like, have no respect for the mom whatsoever. And it's like, you only have one. And don't wait until your mom closes her eye then to cry and it's like, I miss her and I should have done. No, she's alive now, cherish her. So... Um, I have that that mentality. I have that thought that you know, thought train, and you know, I can't have that love towards my to my mom. And I'm a married man now, and treat my wife differently. I had a had a respect for the women in your life. Mm-hmm. That's a must. And what I've learned about you is how much of a go getter that you are. And you don't just do it routinely because it's like, I have nothing better to do, so I'll try to do this. No, you got it all out. You go hard all the time. You don't slack from that. Once you make up your mind on something, you go get it. 
and with any time that going on and just realizing how much more and more of a go-getter that you are that's why i learned about you in the last year oh baby you make me cry <laughs> not everybody <laughs> sure yes so yes that's definitely it and my final question is hey i'm supposed to ask the questions my my turn oh yes my bad (laughs) that was your question man okay my bad my bad okay my question is what Um, goals what goals do you have for us as a couple in the year ahead grow together definitely grow together make everything you know cement everything greater bonds greater everything greater communication and strive together grow together and succeed together let's look at growth i think i can i can echo that i i just want to grow with you that's really what i'm looking forward to I would like for like, you know, we are, we are the same age. I'm only two months older than you. And old, you know, you're old, leave, fam. Old-ish. <laughs> we ain't get there as yet. But you know, when we, when we, we hit the 45 and, you know, going forward, 45. Hey, bite your tongue, sir. Bite your tongue. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have more than a decade. <laughs> more than a decade. No, I'm talking about when we, reach, when we reach that stage. is where, you know, we could be an example to you know other other couples that you know might now start off and you know when they could come that somebody could actually say to themselves they might even verbally say to us but in their mind when they could say it's like yeah i want to be like Anna and Sasha. yeah that would be <laughs> dope wouldn't it i think the things i want to establish i want our kids to be able to say that i love our parents our parents are goals that's what yeah, i'm looking forward they, to they they did it the right way right I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. I like the growth. I love it. Okay, then. Okay, your question. Agreed. My final question for tonight is, what was your favorite time with me between the sheets in one word? Yeah, so Valentine's Day and our first time. Tobago, the Tobago trip and the first time. Okay, what's my last question? What is a favorite saying that you have that we have developed this year? Like I know one saying that um I've heard a lot that you know that's like the most I could do is grin when I hear it. Unless if I can refresh your memory. You tell me when um us and we bought the ice cream and we was walking across the road and we bought and we walked past the taxi drivers. You remember what he said? What he, what he told well, yeah, me? Get through. <laughs> Get through there, boy. <laughs> yeah, I really get through. That is a yeah. good one. <laughs> yeah, so I've, trust me, I've heard that a lot. Okay, so right, I'll, people... I'll piggyback off of that one. That is a good one. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is because <laughs> I have plenty of people who, who know me, or acqu- even don't have acquaintances, not friends or family or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, would get around quickly as Trinidad. Come on. That Arnold got married. And they wouldn't see me for a month, two months, three months, or something like that. And then they finally see me and was just see a post somewhere. And it's like, that's your wife? And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, boy. You get through. 
<laughs> Trust me. The amount of times I heard that. Well, I'll take it as a compliment. That's definitely. What I mean, it's a compliment. <laughs> indirect compliment. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. For all who told Arnold he got true, yes, Sim did get true. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, How well, um, say, I think I'll I'll piggyback off of you with that. That is true. <laughs> that is like yeah. heavy. We hear that a lot. We've we've both heard that a lot uh-huh. over the past yeah, year. You you being. You being Canadian, you hear it's like, what is that? What do I mean? Well, I only hear it when I'm there. <laughs> I don't hear it here. <laughs> what do I mean? when I'm there. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm. I I'm really it. going to. I'm really going to miss coming to see you often. But I know that you'll be here and you'll be, you know, living about life and and doing great things when you're here. So let's just yeah. hope. You know, this pandemic is over soon and i can see you sooner than later yeah well the good thing is um we have no cases in trinidad right now yeah trinidad dealt with the matas like yes <laughs> like your prime COVID-19. minister wasn't playing no games mm-hmm. covid19 free the only thing is the most skeptical thing to do is open the borders right now yeah which is understandable it's understandable because um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I won't see you again until you come out the other side and you're here. <laughs> yeah, probably, unfortunately, but I think that that's what's yes. going to happen. Unfortunately, because um, how to say it, right? If if things go as planned, we in June right now. I think June twenty second or June twenty third. Um, we're supposed to be like fully operational in Trinidad again. No more restrictions except for the border. That's it. Mm-hmm. Beaches, like everything, goes back out in full swing. Well, at least that's good for so people don't have to stay inside and. Yeah, no more restrictions whatsoever. Yeah, might still have to wear a mask and sanitize and stuff like that, but you know, yeah, no more restrictions on the beaches and stuff like that. Okay, well, at least it's it's flowing and, you know, progressing, but definitely mm-hmm. did a good job at making sure that there's no more cases. So we'll just mm-hmm. hope for normal life very soon. Very but, soon, because people are dying for the salt water right now, mm-hmm. the sunlight and salt water. Oh, boy. Bad, bad, bad. Telling me? Boy. <laughs> you guys don't even love it, and you live there. Don't make no sense to me. But I understand. No. You guys aren't going to be in the water all the time, but still. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I was living in Tobago, yeah, that difference. Yeah, Tobago's so pretty. So is Trinidad. Both countries are pretty. Yeah, the beaches, the beach quality. And I ain't going to be driving up to Mayara on a regular basis. Yeah, Mayara's nice too. Okay, you're making me want to go back. Like, I I need to chill. Like, we need to chill on this conversation. So, just in closing, um, (laughs) just in closing now, I guess I want to just end this off by saying I'm definitely happy and just, you know, elated at the fact that we're continuing to grow as a couple and, you know, navigating being 
you know, our cultures are different, but yet we're, you know, we come together and are universal about loving each other and wanting to grow with each other. So I feel like no matter what, we're always going to keep growing and communicating well. And I'm hoping and praying and wishing that our union, um, you know, stands the test of time as much as possible. And we put God in, we put God first at all times. And I just want to make sure that, you know, we stick to our goals and we continue to support each other because you've been a wonderful husband and you've been very patient with me and this whole process. So I'm super proud of you and what you have grown to be and what you're, you're continuing to become. Thank you, Lynn. I can say the same for you. Definitely. I appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you too. Okay. In every way. We're getting too sappy now. We have to end the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. And till we meet again, and Arnold is on another episode because he's just so great at this podcast stuff. Can we give him a hand, though? <laughs> 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 well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. I also want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at sdatradiopodcast and join our Facebook group for the latest updates on episodes and guests and their contact information. If you have a question, you can submit comments under the episode on the podcast platform that you're listening to. You also have the option to leave us a digital voice message through our Anchor platform. All followable links and clickable content are provided in our episode description. And if you like the content that you're hearing, support our podcast by clicking the link in our description to support our show by providing a small donation to keep us going. Thank you for rocking with us and tune in next week and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Peace. Star Radio.